Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. This is 365 Sports, powered by Sikkim365.com. Top five wild Big 12 finishes of 2023 already. Uh, Smokey sent a text to me this morning about what we've already seen, and it kind of hit me like we're six weeks into this thing. You know, we're seven weeks now, uh, but six games really for most teams. And for the Big 12, they've had some some crazy stuff happen. Um, In fact, one team is on here twice. Twice. (laughs) Pros and cons. Yeah. So, um, (laughs) and, and another team could have been here. Like, there are... There are a couple of ones I left off, but uh, number five, Kansas State falls to Mizzou on a last-second field goal that was what sixty-two yards, right? From yeah. Harrison Mevis, the the thicker kicker, thicker kicker. Yeah. So Kansas State, um, their season got stuck in the mud uh, right on that point where all of a sudden they're 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 not winning those close games again. You know, as for last year, they won them. Right. Uh, and sometimes they weren't close. They were blowing some people out last year, Oklahoma State and Baylor in particular, uh, that they rolled through. But they they won the close ones. This was not one they won, won but this last-second finish um, kind of derailed. I don't say derailed, but um, took, well, them off, took, them, took them down a, a couple speeds for sure. I, I, and it I, wasn't a conference game, but... They haven't it played was a as, rivalry game, though. Yeah but, they haven't, yeah, but they haven't played as confident as they were since that point. That and also Will Howard getting hurt. Yeah. And he has not looked the same. Uh, I think going into this game, I fully expected K-State to roll Mizzou. You know, I, but for them, Mizzou to show the – I think that was kind of like their, their breaking point. To, their coming out party, let everybody know, like, hey, we're for real this year, uh, per se. I think Brady Cook looked really good in that game. Um what we've seen from their receiving core, Theo East and those guys, uh, Burton. I mean, yeah, I think Kansas State just kind of walked into a buzzsaw, and they're real, they've been reeling ever since. Yeah. Number four, UCF. These are the last two that are in a non-con. 56-yard field goal, Colton Boomer uh, to top Boise State. Then when they needed one, uh, he didn't. He didn't get it 56, and it was longer than that anyway. But um, 
and we'll talk about that in a second. But this one makes you think, oh, this UCF team's got some moxie. Now, they haven't really played with John Rice Plumley uh, in, in the last few weeks at all. Uh, he came back for a minute and got hurt again. Mm-hmm. Uh, Timmy McLean fills in ably on offense, but that's not their problem. Their problem is they can't stop the run at all right now and have to get better. But this one was the shining moment of their season so far in uh, winning at the blue turf. Uh, tough place to play for anybody. And Colton Boomer won that one for them. And then we'll stick with UCF as we roll into number three here. Baylor's wild fourth quarter and come back against UCF, which might be their bright shining moment of the season based on how everything else is gone. But uh, I was there for that one, uh, as you all know, and it was it was nuts. I had no faith that it was that Baylor was going to get back in that, but and it was the largest comeback in, in Baylor school history. Uh, so that was uh, something else, and we've seen that in it. It right now it just sticks as a moment in time for Baylor because right after that they went and got throttled at home by Texas Tech, uh, and now they're on the bye. But still, if they when they look back on the season, they'll be able to say. They did that. Yeah, and it also is uh, kind of proof that if you actually use Richard Reese, good things might happen. Yeah. Uh, and I, I just won't let that alone. I, I can't yeah. let that be. Yeah, I think he's banged up, though. I don't know. I it's, understand, but it's, there's it's, that's ridiculous. There's some ambiguity there as to, as to what's going on. Number two, last week, OU's Red River comeback. Texas has that game locked. I mean, yep. they, very rarely does Texas kick a field goal and then – you know, give up the the win on the back end. Uh, But that's two out of three years where Texas has had that game in hand and lost it, although Oklahoma led for most of the game this year. But uh, Dylan Gabriel had probably a Heisman moment if he continues on the track. He put OU in the playoff conversation. Mm -hmm. And, you know, uh, I think everybody kind of know what number one is, but uh, until last night, this one would have been number one. But that one was such a fantastic – it was such a statement game for Oklahoma. And – uh, one of the best football games I've ever seen. And we'd probably still be talking about it uh, and might still, if not for, for last night. But we'll talk about this one for a second, Garrett. Uh, changed. I don't think it, it completely changed Oklahoma season because there was a good chance that that might have been the only one they lost anyway. Right. As good as they are, especially seeing how it, it worked out. But it certainly made you think differently about where where their season could end. I, I was not real high on Oklahoma. I hadn't I'd had only caught like bits and pieces of them throughout the season until that game. Uh, so for me, it kind of opened my eyes to what what they are doing and building as a program. Uh, I still I, it would baffle me, and I'm not an ex of those guys. I'm not ever going to pretend to be. But that last drive, I was baffled how Texas just automatically went prevent and never pressured Dylan Gabriel. Uh, I felt like that was a major flaw, and that was something that Phil Bennett addressed when he came on. I was glad he did, man, because I just I feel like Texas defense in that moment blew an opportunity by just getting too conservative and laying back. And anytime you have that offense and those type of playmakers, you can't do that. And I don't want to take anything from Oklahoma, but that was one thing that sticks out is I think Texas kind of mismanaged that last possession and let Oklahoma cook them in the end. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Wyoming over Tech would have been one of them too. Uh, how that one ended in overtime. So that's another crazy finish we left out. Uh, but number one, Houston Hill married to top West Virginia last night. Just ridiculous. Where West Virginia has a 50-yard touchdown pass to take the lead. And you, you think, okay, they got out of that with a scare. You're about to be 5-1, and one, one game away from bowl eligibility. They weren't in a bowl last year. Neil Brown was on the hot seat. I still don't think he's... I think he's removed himself from it. Yeah. I think they'll finish fine. Uh, and this is the nature of the Big 12. But Houston getting their first Big 12 win uh, 
in 12 seconds. 12 seconds. That's just insane. And even though this didn't happen in the Big 12, it just comes off. Sometimes these things happen. Like, people see it. You get confidence. You can uh, think of it. It's in your head. I do think that when you see things that have happened in the last few weeks, Miami and Georgia Tech, and you're in that situation, you're like, well, you know, can't hurt to try. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was, a, that was a remarkable play. I, I, I don't – just the lead changes, the whole way that came in uh, – gut-wrenching if you're a West Virginia or a West Virginia fan. I know we have a lot of them listening. I really feel for them this morning. I'm pretty sure they didn't. And not being able to burn the couches and everything, that had to be frustrating. But, no, that was a lot of fun. Uh, Great win by Houston and just emotional damage to Dana Holgerson. I I can't imagine what he was going through, just the storylines, that being his old team and everything. Happy for Hogo to get that win. This has been a Rogue Media Network 